Yeah, I can do the intro. That's fine. Oh. Our, should, I, should I just go? Yeah, I was just <laughs> doing a pause for editing purposes. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> oh, no, brown cow. I thought we are pausing Sorry. for editing purposes, Scott. Yeah, but then you... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. It's entrapment. <clears throat> Mythos Busters, investigating the mystery, monsters, and madness of Arkham Horror, the card game. Hello and welcome to the Miskatonic AV Club, a Mythos Busters production, episode 20-something. Today we're discussing Black Stars Rise, the player cards in that Mythos pack. I am Nick, not your normal host. Um, I decided to take the short jaunt over here from Mythos Busters proper to see what's all going down. Um, but today, joining me as usual on on Miskatonic AV Club is Scott. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing great, Nick. How are you? I am excited to be here. My first time since, I want to say, the Seeker Cards of the Core Set. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a couple years. Yes. <laughs> And also with us today is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Hello, Miskatonic student body. Happy <laughs> to be back on the radio. Awesome. Great to have you. Always, always love to have you on. You've done a couple of these before, right? I, I did. Um, yeah, I did uh, the last couple packs, actually. We recorded them a couple weeks ago, but it sounds like they'll be out in back-to-back days. So hello again, everyone. <laughs> awesome. It's been mere so- minutes in <laughs> podcast exactly, time. Yeah. <laughs> The magic of podcasting. All right. Um, so now you have the cards, right, Scott? I do. Do you actually want to start us off? Sure. All right. Yeah. You want to um, hunt down that first card? Oh, uh, shame. <laughs> um, so, like I said, we're discussing the player cards in Black Stars Rise, a Mythos pack for the Path to Carcosa. The first card is On the Hunt, which is a Guardian card. It is an event. It's tactic trade. We go through all the details. Oh, right? yes. All <laughs> right. Top to bottom, my friend. Guardian event. Uh, it's tactic traded. It costs one resource. It has um, the skill icons intellect and combat. And its game text reads fast. Play when you would draw an encounter card during the mythos phase. Instead, search the top nine cards of the encounter deck for an enemy Spawn it engaged with you instead of its normal spawn location and shuffle the encounter deck. If you cannot, draw the top card of the encounter deck. Cool. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> I, I like it. I mean, I don't use it too often. The only time I ever really use this sort of card is like in three or four player, primarily four player. And I don't think I've ever run two of them. So, yeah, I feel like it's a card where um, if you are playing that three or four player and you're the dedicated killer, uh, mm-hmm. And the the board is is completely devoid of enemies. You play this, and you're like, "Well, I might as well get something, right?" Because if you're right. just loaded to bear with a bunch of guns and nothing for clues, you might as well do something. And getting an enemy out of the deck is, I think, probably beneficial. Right. 
I think of this one as actually Guardian's entry in the, I think it's a complete cycle now of like Attested Will, Forewarn, Reward of Protection, and you handle this one, cards that essentially cancel a treachery. And hmm. that's actually where I look at this fitting into at least the design of the game, is this is how Guardian can avoid drawing a treachery. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you've got low sure. willpower or are almost insane and you're like, it would be way safer for me to draw an enemy right now than any one of the number of treacheries in this scenario, that's when you play this card. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. I will say that I have actually, I do include this in um, two-player games when my wife and I play, and I'm playing Roland specifically, um, simply because he likes to have enemies with him because yeah. that's how he gets clues. So That's, that. yeah, especially if you're on a high shroud location, that's actually a really good exactly. play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff in the chat says, uh, seems like this is the Guardian version of Delve Too Deep or Charon Zobel. And yeah, like, I mean, if you can use it to find a, uh, a victory point enemy, and maybe it has a weird, weird spawn location, spawn it with you and just, you know, when you're ready for it, just kill it. Now, I'm sure I am showing my unfamiliarity with <laughs> the specific enemies, but how many... How many VP enemies exist in the encounter deck? Because aren't the vast majority of them set aside? I was just going to say that, too. Is oh, thank God. Usually, there's usually no more than two or so cards. Yeah. In, like, a campaign. Um, well, I, I think mo- I mean, some encounters certainly have none. And you're absolutely right. right. It's, like, o- only the boss and locations. Um, mm-hmm. But and I think if they are in the encounter deck, it's usually no more than about two copies. So I feel mm-hmm. like unless... Yeah. Unless you're playing this kind of late in the scenario in a multiplayer game where you're most of the way through the deck and you know that they're still in the deck, mm-hmm. you're likely to whiff and just get a regular enemy or miss enemies entirely if, if that's right. true. I don't think it's a very efficient way to guarantee victory points. That's fair. Uh, BD Flory in the chat brings up another good point. Uh, it's really good for spawning cultists engage with you as opposed mm-hmm. to like Wizard of the Order. Like If you can nab him <laughs> and just put yeah. him right in front of you, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, very good point. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we uh, stick to the plan and have Brandon read the next one? <laughs> we well, already read the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> up next, the other Guardian card in the pack. Stick to the plan. It's a three, ex- or it's a level three exceptional permanent asset. That's a talent. Uh, so exceptional means it costs six experience points in this mm-hmm. case. It says, as a fast action before you draw your, or as a reaction, excuse me, before you draw your opening hand, search your deck for up to three different tactic and or supply events and attach them to stick to the plan. Shuffle your deck. Cards attached to stick to the plan may be played as if they were in your hand. As an additional cost to play an attached card, exhaust stick to the plan. What's your take, Nick? I love it. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I don't like is the 6 XP cost, because that's such a huge ask. But this card literally changes the course of games for Guardians. Like, it starts in play, and you slap three important cards to it. Um, I have a build for Roland that I use in most of our standalone games. I call it... Is there any other card other than shotgun? Um, <laughs> and the whole point of that deck is to fish out shotgun and keep it in play for the entire game. <laughs> and having stick to the plan with cards like prepared for the worst and extra ammo attached to it, mm. uh, just it, it makes that deck work. Like that deck wow. wouldn't work without this. Using this to search your deck for the cards that search your deck for shotgun. That's... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. De- Deception. I like it. Mm hmm. I, I like it too, even for uh, putting an emergency cash on it at the beginning of the game, right? Because like, that's mm-hmm. when you want emergency cash. 
And right. if you get this, I'd actually probably be okay taking one out of my deck because I know I'm going to draw one oh, yeah. at the beginning, right? Um, and this makes extra ammo way more valuable because usually extra ammo, you have to draw it at the same time. You have a gun out that you want to use it on, all that stuff. But exactly having it just there. Yeah, this card is just bonkers good. Yeah, I agree that it's great. I'll be devil's advocate slightly and point out that it is a pretty narrow selection of cards that can actually go on it. Ironically, for its title, your your deck's plan usually revolves around your assets. So mm -hmm. it doesn't actually... It's not like... The card, the card presents itself almost like you can guarantee that your game plan is going to work every game. And it doesn't really do that because that usually requires assets. And, Very but, true. Honestly, for just putting two emergency caches and something else on it that are essentially cards number six, seven, and eight in your hand at the start of the game, incredibly <laughs> yeah. powerful. <laughs> well, they have to be three different cards, though, so you can't have two caches. Oh, you're absolutely right. I, uh, I had forgotten that detail. Oh. <laughs> RTFC, uh, okay. noob. No, I'm just kidding. Is Stand Together a tactical supply? Stand yeah. Together is Spirit. Uh, so uh, not, not it is not. Yeah. Um, but my penguins are lulls, uh, says ever vigilant. I totally agree with that. You talk about your asset play. If you attach ever vigilant to this and mm -hmm. turn one, you get three assets in play for one action at a reduced cost on every one of them. And that <laughs> that is money right there, my friend. Mm, Especially yeah. if you have cash on there too or excuse me if you have quiche on there too and you can pop the quiche for your first action well no then never mind that doesn't work because you got exhausted yeah but i mean like even if you you cash the first turn and then second quiche. turn play ever vigilant mm -hmm. sorry quiche right. pardon me mm -hmm. <laughs> i can't why are why are we switching it all of a sudden it's been that way for 50 episodes <laughs> <laughs> sorry i think that was my fault i'm not damn sorry. it brandon <laughs> i'm not in on all your uh your mythos busters lingo all the time <laughs> Juffo says on the chat too, uh, does this make contraband reasonable? I think so nope. in certain decks. Ugh, maybe very limited. Contraband is still just a like not a great card. It's not, like, but I mean if you if you want to like load up your shotgun, you have extra ammo. Yeah. And then venture like in Leo and pop another ammo on it and then uh, But the use... thing is ex extra ammo is a two resource cost card for three ammunition, and contraband is a four resource cost card for what, four? Well, it's double. Uh, it's so whatever it you doubles, can. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wait, just... does it double what's on the card, or yes. does it double? The... Yeah. Okay. Well, remember I showed you that picture when me and BD were playing, and I he had like twenty eight rounds on shotgun. That was that was. Uh, contraband. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got uh, I think I got to rethink my uh, views on contraband. It's. I, I think uh, you're right. I think contraband's pretty weak, even here. The only thing that I can see it really having over extra ammunition is it's a level zero card. Extra ammunition costs sure. you an experience point. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. it's fewer it's fewer resources and on a lot of guns, or at least the shotgun or lightning gun that you just played, extra ammunition gives you more ammo than, yeah. than yes. doubling what it starts with. But if you extra extra custom custom contraband <laughs> how much ammo is that, Scott? Uh <laughs> quick Scott. Sorry. Two plus three, five, eight, plus another two from custom 10. is ten plus two from oh. you're looking at twenty-four. Twenty-four <laughs> rounds on your shotgun. Then you contraband again, you got forty-eight rounds on your shotgun. Wow. I mean that's that sounds good to me. <laughs> Just start like shooting clues. <laughs> <laughs> you need um a lot more than just stick to the plan to get all those cards. 
That's true. Yeah. And you need to be cheating. Custom ammo is a supply card, so you can put it on stick to the plan. Is. Oh, it's such a good card. I love it. I wish we were talking. Can we just talk about custom ammo today? I, I haven't used that one yet. Oh, it's so good. You know what, Nick? I can probably give you uh, some guidance on oh. building that deck uh, if you're Ooh. if you're interested. Uh, guidance is a level zero seeker event. Uh, cost zero as well. Uh, it has a wild pip and it's insight traded, which actually matters now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> choose another investigator at your location who has yet to take his or her turn this round. That investigator may take an additional action during his or her turn this round. I think this is a cool concept for a card. <laughs> Executed poorly. Well, I, I get what it is, right? Like, you are literally just saying, take one of my actions, right? Like, right. Mm-hmm. And I could see this, like, remember, Nick, when we played Labyrinths at Arkham Knights? And you were Daisy and I was Zoe and I was fighting all these big guys. And I'm like, can I have your encyclopedia boost this turn? And when I was absolutely swarmed, like, this might have actually been okay for you to be like, because there weren't many clues. We just needed to put damage on the the big guy. Like, you Mm -hmm. could have just given me actions and I was just going to town with Slightning Gun. So okay. In that hyper-specific example, <laughs> this would have been useful, but it's just, I don't, I don't, it's the fact that it eats one of your actions to do so, and actions are the, like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I would, I would, I think there's a strong argument here. Hands down, actions are the most valuable of your quote-unquote resources, or well, quote-unquote yes. currency, <laughs> like, yeah, far and away, because you only get three each turn unless you're cheating like a rogue, mm-hmm. and this, if you're playing this card as a Seeker, you're giving up one of your two actions, and Seeker has some good action compression, especially with, like, Ursula, but even still, like, I would love to see a level three version of this that's fast and maybe costs two. You know what I mean? Like cost two resources. It's fast three experience. That would be amazing. I think, but it, I think it could cost zero at three XP. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's a high just level card. Generate a, an action for three experience. For three XP. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a big, um, I, I know we get made fun of, but I'm a big subscriber to using like the the action economy to evaluate cards in general. But I think this is one that you can see where that breaks down. Because if this yeah. costs two, if this costs two resources but was fast, that would be worse action economy, and it would be a way better card. Because oh sure, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it would yeah. actually increase the amount that you get to do in a round, and yeah. there are a lot more situations where that's more useful than just transferring yeah. one action from one player to another. Mm-hmm. Right and. If that was the case, they could also eh, it would break the flavor of the card. But if it costs a couple resources and could be used on yourself also, then it would actually be it would do something <laughs> <in> solo. <laughs> Self guidance. And, and be that much more flexible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is an example of a card that is balanced, but because of what it's trying to do, that balance actually works against it. Mm. I've, I've played with this. I'll... Oh, go ahead, Braden. Oh, I was just going to say, the one thing that I would point out is if you're uh, building for two-handed solo or really coordinating decks with someone, and you're playing with a rogue that is doing playing things like Payday and other oh, kind of sure. re- rewards for getting as many actions into a turn as possible, that does add value to this. I don't even know if that makes it good. 
<laughs> but it's a situation where if that's the kind of a, a team gimmick that you're going for. So in a min plus skids build, oh god, where skids there is going go. hyper action, uh, ornate bow, then yes. <laughs> Finn is Finn is good with payday too. He gets that fourth action a lot of turns. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you don't have to lower yourself to skids level. <laughs> you know, I do like skids. I'm just gonna. I've, I've said it before. I do like him. I just wish he was better. <laughs> I wish he was more consistent. I'll put it that way. I'm just going to also throw this out here, Brandon, because you mentioned it. Just so you know, and I'm making this rule because Sean isn't here. The AV Club <laughs> is a uh, click economy safe space. Okay. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> this you are going to boom! ruin the day you said that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't think it's the end all be all, but it is a tool for evaluating cards. And that's what AV Club is all about. It's just such a... Nah, I'm not going to get into it, whatever. I, it, I just thought I'd share that piece of arcane insight with well, you, Brandon. Shut up! <laughs> these, are, these segues are pissing me off. <laughs> also, it's, AV club in a while. it's a horrible <laughs> pun safe space as well. <laughs> Nick, what's your, what's your insight into this card? Ugh, it's poor. Um, Arcane Insight is a level four seeker asset that costs three resources. It has a willpower and intellect skill pip, skill pips, skill icons. Um, it is spell traded, ha- uses three charges, and it says free action. While an investigator is taking his or her turn, spend one charge. Your location gets minus two shroud until the end of the turn, limit once per game, and it takes up an arcane slot. Limit once per mm. turn, not game. Didn't I say that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Limit once per game. Yeah. <laughs> Three <laughs> charges, but Three charges once per game. Once. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, you know, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's in the super support seeker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's nice, but I got, it's a free action. So I guess I should like it. I don't know why I don't, you know, uh, Sean brought this up in uh, one of our chats right. like uh, yesterday, I think, because we were talking about yeah. our Arkham Knights, Iron Man for Carcosa plan or whatever. And That's he's right. thinking of throwing in an Arcane Insight into his Daisy deck so that um, if you, uh, playing Leo, I mean, you've got three intellect, which is decent. Um, mm. If you ever don't have an enemy, maybe you can come to his location and find a couple clues using Arcane Insight to right. drop that shroud value a bit. <laughs> Jeff did a guy he swallowed a flashlight <laughs> essentially that's what it, is. it works oh mechanically god. and visually oh my god uh, that's really good <laughs> that is insanely good uh, I I go back and forth on who this is for I look at this right. whenever I see a spell in non-mystic i think oh it's awesome for akachi and marie the mystic characters that can play spells from other, like that's a big part of their splash ability finally, right finally getting utilized but the problem is it's an arcane slot and they already have plenty going on in arcane slot exactly and then for seekers they're not doing anything with arcane slots generally maybe daisy is because mm-hmm. she is off class purple but generally seekers are the ones that they that, that that icon might as well not even be on the card it's not a doubt right um so yeah, it's kind of just okay for both for the for yeah. those reasons in my mind. Uh, it's a strong effect, but whether it's worth four experience and a deck slot right. and three resources the and the coordination exp- that it takes to be in the same location where you want to use it, the four so, XP yeah. is what does it for me. Like it, it just seems yeah. like it's too much. But 
This like it this would be a great min card if it didn't have to be your location. Even if it was just a connecting location. Like mm. that would be amazing. You know what I mean? Then I would definitely put this in min, but because it's only your location, that that's such a big limiter. And you're right, that 4xp, this card just asks a lot of you and it doesn't really have a clear home. Mhm. I mean, and that's what kind of Sean and I discussed as well like is it worth it and i was like you know what at the end of the campaign if you have that xp left over sure it's a cheeky one of <laughs> um but i wouldn't like you <laughs> know three scenarios in be like hey gotta get my arcane insight it's uh-huh. it's a very end of the campaign upgrade i think but even it, at the end of the campaign aren't there isn't there going to be better things that you can spend for experience on it's mm-hmm. a strong tool in um where doom awaits for mystic characters that uh, <laughs> <laughs> using their usual their their normal investigation tools. Oh, I wish Sean was here for help. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this came out a cycle later, so way too late to prevent mm. that episode of Mythos Busters. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it would help out a lot there. I gotta say, Sean like narrowly escaped another where doom awaits oh God. burn. I'm ready to quit this show. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, AV. AV club is for people who enjoy puns and segues. <laughs> Speaking of writing a segue, um, Brandon, you want to read? <laughs> Brandon, read this card, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Narrow Escape is our first road card of the pack. It's a level zero, zero resource event with two agility icons on it. It's fortune traded and fast. And when you play it, or uh, excuse me, it says, play when an enemy makes an attack of opportunity against you. Cancel that attack. You get plus two skill value for the next skill test you perform this turn. It says, next time I'm driving, as they flee from something that looks like a crab with more tentacles. Uh, <laughs> from Emrakul, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Scott, have you made much use of the uh, the narrow spaces card fits in? Um, the n- what? Really, the narrow spaces? Are you? I hope think, you're being facetious. I think it's a pretty no. I, I, go ahead. I, I I think it's. I mean, here's the thing: if you're playing it, you're. I I think it's an okay card. I think what you're gonna what? most often. You're, I'm letting you fit. I'm just, I'm just reacting real time. I, I think this is something where you know you're going to get a clue, or you're going to do something else, or you need to move, and then you use right. this. So your next uh, test is an agility test uh, to evade the enemy. Here's the thing, though. Why not just use it for its pips? That's what I was gonna say. Because, <laughs> because. It's essentially turning those two agility into wild is what it's doing, because you get plus two to whatever you want. I, I guess yeah. they could turn them into two fists, so then you're, you're fighting, you're swinging at I would enemy. say, I love this in Leo. I love this in Leo, because mm, yeah, fair I enough. always enemies as, like, num- like, primary, what enemies are there to do is to eat up your actions. That's literally all that they're there to do, in my opinion. Like,
That's mm -hmm. what they represent mechanically in the game. And so any time that I can do other things while dealing with enemies, or any time that I can do other things that mitigate the impact enemies have on my turn, I think that's that's huge value right there. And that's exactly what this card does. I love the art. I love the playmat that this was, you know, this was one of the first playmats we got. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that this card is as good as that playmat was, like artwork-wise, because... Um, you're able to do like you're able to get that clue you're able to move to the location you need to get to you're able to do whatever you want and then um respond to the enemy and get up not only do you cancel the attack you not only do you get a free dodge but you get a plus two to whatever you do again yeah. whatever that is you know what i will say i'm realizing now that that first action you take could be playing a weapon yeah and yeah okay no this is a good card I love this. I would. I would pay. Ex I would pay one experience for this card. I would pay. I would consider it for two, but I would pay one hmm. for this easily. I just the that's just not an every game situation where you it's not you and don't have your table yet, especially with Rogue when several of their weapons are fast. Sure, it's it's such a it, it requires you to have an enemy either spawn on top of you or have already been on you and attacked you that round to be useful. And then you need to have something you'd rather do than evade it. Kill it. To, to, to have this have any use at all. Um, I don't know. Well, and even if, even if you don't it. use it, even if you don't use it for its text, it's a level zero card with two matching skill icons. And that, mm -hmm. that isn't as common as I would like. Most uh, level zero cards have like alternating skill icons. You know what I mean? That's, that's true. But like, I don't think, I think that both Unexpected Courage and Manual Dexterity are better than this. So don't play this until you have two of both of those. Well, sure, but those are skill cards. Like, this has a use aside from that, and the oh, use okay, aside bro. from that is really good. No, it is, Brandon! It's, it's good! To <laughs> no, but it's, it's a wild, and it cancels an attack! You know what this is, I, this is also good for is certain scenarios where you have a massive enemy and you need to walk away from them. Yeah! No, Brandon, you're wrong. This is a good card. You're wrong, Brandon. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to come down on you so hard. I really like this card. This is my third episode. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Well, uh, I have a suggestion that we move on to the next card. Because um, it's a rogue card. Uh, level three. And it is suggestion. <laughs> uh, three cost. It's an asset. Are you reading my cards now? Uh, isn't it my turn? I don't know. Scott's Go been ahead. going after me, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? Oh, okay. jeez. Right. Pay attention, Nick. We expect high quality <laughs> on AV Club. All right. No, so, you don't. <laughs> suggestion, rogue asset, level four, uh, three cost, has a willpower pip and a uh, agility pip. It's spell traded. Uh, uses three charges and action. Exhaust suggestion. Evade. Add your willpower value to your skill value for this evasion attempt. If you do not succeed by at least two, remove one charge from suggestion. Reaction, when a non-elite enemy would, would attack you, spend one charge, cancel that attack. Also takes up an arcane slot. This is a busy card. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, um... That ability that lets you just cancel an attack three times is quite a bit better than Narrow Escape. <laughs> a lot more versatile just, just but that. it's for experience no. you don't get the skill all right whatever no whatever so <laughs> the problem with this card is that a lot of rogues 
struggle from having low willpower, limiting the benefit yes. of adding your willpower to your evasion. But yes. for certain characters, particularly mystics who can play this because they can play all spells, or Safina, this card's great. As long as you are building a deck where you want to evade as opposed to just kill stuff, I think mm-hmm. it's 4 XP. I've, I've played it in Safina and really, really benefited from it a lot. Because I, I was playing with uh, a more Kluger Safina where I was trying to mostly mm, stay sure. out of fighting and, and be the investigator for our, for our team. I was going to say that in Safina, I think that it, the fact that it takes up the arcane slot, or that it's a spell, like, I mean... Safina is a is a mystic. Let's be honest. That is she's true. she's just yeah. green colored, right? She's um, a mystic in a green coat. Yeah, um, <laughs> that makes suggestion kind of iffy for me. I I do like it. I think four XP is a lot for what this card gives you. I think it is, but I think unlike its sister card from this set, Arcane Insight, this has a little bit clearer of a home, mm, whereas yeah. Arcane Insight. Not, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've only, I've only ever seen this card used once, and that was when my wife bought one for um, her Jenny deck, just to have some sort of response when she didn't have a weapon out and I wasn't around to take care of an enemy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I think she only ever used it for its secondary ability. I don't think she ever evaded with it. I think she just used it to mm-hmm. straight up eat up attacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I, I think that this one does have a potential home. Unlike Arcane Insight. Um, Jeffo also brings up in the chat, uh, did we all have a moment, and I, I totally know what moment he's talking about, uh, where we realize that the card stays useful even mm-hmm. without charges. Mm-hmm. Like that action, you can use that action for the rest of the game, adding your yep. willpower to your evade, even if it's empty. Yeah, I do wonder if that's a design oversight. <laughs> I was a little surprised I didn't get errated, but it does work out. For yeah, 4 I XP, I think that's yeah. okay. And oh. the fact that, like you said, most rogues have a relatively low willpower, or at least not enough to really make it a huge difference. But again, a free plus one to your evade, why not? You know, I just think that because spells generally are not useful once their charges are gone, and also rogues have things like lockpicks that work exactly like this, except are discarded when it's gone, it's a really weird outlier to both those. But it's a rogue spell, so it's like... <laughs> it's the, also it's level like, four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too. Like, it's sure. four XP and three cost to add one to three to your evade skill only if you're doing an evade, not necessarily just an agility test on uh, a treachery or something. Like, it, Yeah, and I don't, Brandon, I don't think right. the card is broken by any means. No. Yeah. But I just think there's a typo on it. It's 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 a noteworthy like it's something that you have to be aware of. Sure, like that's definitely something that gives you pause. Um, because we don't see that. You're right, we don't. Like mm-hmm. other spells, they go away when they run out of charges. Yeah, but, and it's unintuitive. You almost like like the reason to put it up. Everyone has a moment, somewhat a, a while after reading it, or even into a, a while after adding it to their deck when they realize that it works that way. It's not what your brain expects when you read the card. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's really the uh, the key. To this card. Yeah, Nick, you want to unlock this one for us? God damn it, you guys. What is this? <laughs> okay. St. <clears throat> Hubert's Key is a unique. N unique? It's N unique. It's a unique. How, how does that? How do you. A, anyway, I think it's it a, is a unique. I think it's a unique as well, but I. I or anyway, it's a unique uh, mystic asset. It is four costed, level zero. It uh, has a subtitle Cleansing Fire. 
and it has a willpower skill icon. It is item and charm traded, and its game text reads, you get plus one will, plus one intellect, and minus two sanity. Reaction, when you would be defeated by horror, discard St. Hubert's key, immediately heal to horror, and it takes up the accessory slot. I think this card is great if you are a mystic who's not too worried about money. It's not... Uh, <laughs> There's, there's a big difference between two and four resources. Two is what Holy Rosary costs, right? Yep. Yes. And essentially the minus two sanity, but then heal two horror. It's very, it's honestly, most of the time, very similar to the two horror soak on, yeah, on you, Holy Rosary. You so net two differences. It's two yeah. more resources for plus one intellect. And intellect is not commonly that useful to mystic characters. But... This in a Daisy deck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, mm-hmm. Daisy is where I've found. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, this, wait, if you're running like a, a spell slinger Daisy, this thing is just insane. Um, yes. You, th- you throw some painkillers in there, and she's just not going to die because she effectively has like 11 sanity at that point. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, she still only has nine. Because it goes down by two, but then but it heals two. So. Right, it heals two, but then you gain back that minus two as well. Like you net two sanity out of this, because you would you'd go down to seven, right? And then you take seven, and then all of a sudden you lose Saint Hubert's key. You heal two. Now you have oh, okay. Well, yeah, unless unless you unless you die by taking you know more than two horror at once. I mean, you, sure. <laughs> you net uh, you net four sanity when it goes away, but you lost two of them in the first place. So it's not like it's the equivalent of having four sanity. Right. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Oh, such a riveting discussion on it. <laughs> <laughs> now in the click economy. <laughs> God damn it. No, I really I really like this. Uh, the the accessory slot. They now it's a it's a hotly contested slot, mm-hmm. um, but I do think that this has a definite place. Um, and BD Flory is saying it's good for Marie, and I've only played Marie once, but I could definitely see this being very useful for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just joined Ian today at uh, lunchtime for his uh, Abandoned and Alone series he's starting, oh, and he's nice. running uh, solo solo Mateo through uh, Carcosa. And Ooh. we ended up putting a St. Hubert's Key in there, um, as well as a Crystalline Elder Sign. And I think the St. Hubert's Key is going to turn into his second Crystalline Elder Sign. Um, Very nice. But yeah, like this, we're looking at what this does for Mateo. I mean, gets him to five willpower, four intellect. Like, that's pretty good for Solo. Yeah. I I was distracted by the chat for a moment. Have we made it this far without talking about the fact that this enables the desperate search cycle and other cards that care about you having low sanity? <gasps> we because haven't. This is, but you're right. Because this was released in the past to Carcosa cycle. That is clearly a big part of its. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's something you've got to build around a little bit. But it is a big reason to run the card also is if you're trying to keep your sanity low. Because it does it it, it artificially lowers your sanity because when it does mm-hmm. heal you those two horror, it bounces your sanity back. Guys, this in Desperate Duke. I was just gonna say that! I was just gonna say Desperate <laughs> As soon Duke. as you as soon as you play this, you're you're <laughs> you're, you're desperate. desperate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Hmm. 
well, guess I'm building a desperate duke with St. Hubert's key shortly. <laughs> desperate, desperate Dubert's key. Oh, forget it. Go on. Move on. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have a, a I don't have really a I, funny pun for this one. You know, so, I've, so. I've been putting a lot of thought into this segue, and I'm not sure it's possible. Well, uh, the next card. Thank Nick God. has been protected from yeah. the, <laughs> the, the the next card is a level two ward of protection. It slots in between the level zero and level five we already had at the time this released. It's a it's a level two obviously mystic event that costs one resource and has one wild pip on it. It is a spell and a spirit traded card. It's fast, says play when an, in, when an investigator at any location draws a non-weakness treachery card. Cancel this card's revelation effect, then take one horror. Mm. Yeah, this mm. is what you wanted this card to be. I, think, I forget even what the, what does the level 5 do? Does that hit enemies too? Yeah, it hits yeah. enemies, but I think it's only you? 5 cancels any card, but it's only you. I think, oh. this, I think this is better than 5. I agree. <laughs> This is what I point to when, when they kind of swing and miss with a high-level card like Springfield or something, and I, I suggest on the Discord that they could just create a lower-level version that's all better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what this is. And, um, yeah, I don't see why you... I mean, okay, I can think of... Because it cancels enemies, I can think of reasons why you would upgrade to the 5, but... Well, and if you're... if you're exactly what you wanted this card to be. Yeah, if you're running if you're running a solo game or maybe even a two player game, you know that five that level five one might be preferable. Um, well, definitely in solo. Yes, but but any but like, if there's any other investigator, there's really no reason yeah. not to do that. Level two ward sucks in solo. Let's just well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter where that treachery is drawn. Oh wait, it's just me. Um, it's. It's Cal- also the only... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say Calvin can take this too, which I really like. Oh. Mm-hmm. Spirit traded. Uh, he can only take... Can't Calvin only take spirit traded zero, level zero? Or can he go up a couple levels? I think it's like zero to three or something. Oh, I can check. Okay, Continue then. with whatever Back you're talking about. <laughs> uh, this, out of all of the events we already talked about, kind of, or I brought up the cycle of events, every class has some way to cancel treachery. This is the only one that works for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, uh, even oh, like um, no test of will only works for you. That forewarned only works for you. Um, a test of will only works for an investigator at your location. This oh, is the right, only yeah. one that works for anyone anywhere. Just cancels that horrible treachery that's going to ruin your day. Mm-hmm. And it, as it should be, I mean, mystics should be the class that has that capability. Honestly, yeah. so mm-hmm. I thought test of will works for everyone. Oh, by the way, it Calvin- does, but at your location. Okay. Um, Calvin is zero to three spirits, so he can take it. Oh. Yeah, so he probably should. In fact, I have in my blind play group with Calvin I, it, for uh, TFA, I might have even already upgraded to these and just forgotten that detail. <laughs> I'm definitely running two of them in Calvin. Yeah, it's this is a good card. <laughs> you mm-hmm. And um, the awesome thing, too, is it's a spell. Uh, so you could find it with like Arcane Initiate, possibly the level three one, sure. which is a uh, zero cost uh, Mystic card, <laughs> Mystic asset. <laughs> Did you pause for us to compliment your segue? Because no, because <laughs> I forgot what purple meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did the same thing. Same <laughs> key. It's it's been a long day. Um, Arcane Initiate is the upgraded version now. So level three, uh, zero cost, willpower, and combat pips, 
ally and sorcerer forced after arcane initiate enters play place one doom or two horror on it and then fast action exhausts arcane initiate search the top three cards of your deck for a spell and draw it shuffle your deck uh one health three sanity and takes up the ally slot this is pretty mm. it's a pretty good upgrade but it is i don't know how much i run arcane initiate anymore right well that's the thing like mystics now have so many good really good allies yeah. that this is uh, like even just without thinking about charisma or a specific build for this if you're just thinking general mystic any one of the three other you know big unique allies for mystic would fit better than arcane initiate in my opinion so yeah, it's dramatically better than the oh, yeah. Arcane Initiate because you don't have to put the Doom on it and mm -hmm. it's free. Uh, and, and it has a combat pip is the other difference between the two. Or wow. whatever that's for. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't consider Arcane Initiate to be terribly good. This is another one I feel like people are going to have my head for. I would almost never put it into a deck just because I don't like no. having to having to wait until the right time to play it and hope that I have a free action that round so that the Doom mm -hmm. doesn't screw over my team. Um, that so you wouldn't just stack the it, horror on her? Uh, no, sorry. I, I I meant the original Arcane Initiate. Oh, okay. I, I, I would never play. This one I would play because being able to do... I, I really value drawing a card and knowing I'm not going to get a weakness. I guess it's mm -hmm. actually po it's possible to... Oh, three weaknesses. I I have <laughs> or I've done it with or, Agnes where the only spell was her dude, weakness. Sorry, that's yeah, that's <laughs> yes. what I meant. <laughs> that's what I you, you can't hit three weaknesses force to draw one. That's um that's only Daisy who can do that or that's only her tome that can do that. Uh but yeah, so there's a lot of value in safety. I think that effect is really strong. It's just not ordinarily mm -hmm. worth the doom. Right. Um the other thing this card has going for it is Mystics don't have great allies. Their allies are mostly pretty niche. They're dealing with manipulating the really? chaos bag. Yeah, what? But isn't that great? I mean, isn't that objectively? What about Renfield? I mean, is there is there a Mystic deck you wouldn't put Renfield in? Uh, I guess I'm just not big on like Dune manipulation. So I, I'm not either, Brandon. I I totally get you on that. Um, Renfield, I'm like I'm always like, oh, do I want to use them? Um, mm. Alyssa Graham, though, like yes. as a solo player, mm. like she is sure. top notch. Yeah, as a solo player, that's true. I just I, I said this once already. This, but I most of most of the time, in at least the mystics that I've been playing, I don't care that much about getting plus one intellect. Mm. So Alyssa, and again because her other ability putting doom on her, which I'm just not a fan of of dealing with. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that the mystic ally slot at least for the way i approach the game is pretty uncontested which does leave room for this if i find myself with three experience hang around yeah sure yeah I, I i mean i would agree with that generally um i just i guess i am just such a big fan of Alyssa, and because Alyssa, you don't need to use the doom like you can at least just look at what it is and you know what i mean like and just play around that um and then Renfield is really nice too, but yeah, you're adding like you're accumulating doom with him. Mm -hmm. So I mean, this is a good this is a good more like general purpose purple ally that is playable, unlike level zero, like you said. But yeah, I just I do love Alyssa and Renfield. They're both really good, mm -hmm. in my opinion. 
I didn't mean to turn. I didn't mean to turn the AV club into Brandon. Defend yourself. I apologize yeah. for, for jumping on oh. the last minute and completely changing the Brandon, dynamic. Brandon, thanks for coming on. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I'm used to it, and it, you guys have hung out with me on the Discord for years now. I'm, I'm on the negative slash devil's advocate side of a lot of these discussions. Anyway, that's sure the, yeah. the stance I kind of enjoy taking. So no, bring, bring it on. Um, I won't go down with that. Uh, Nick, are you tired of my puns? Uh, well, do you want of, yeah. do you want me to stop making them? Well, I'm not going to, to go not without, without a fight. fight. Yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only answer now is to just steal the wind from your sails. Did, did you miss that I just put that at the end of my rant? It was perfect. Did, oh. oh, you did, didn't oh. you? It was, Brandon, so, uh, was too subtle, man. Twenty points for I'll, you. Sir. I'll fix it in post. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do any editing, anything. I do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of editing. Well, you might, I guess. All right, who's reading this? Uh, not Without a Fight is a survivor skill card. It's level zero. Wait a minute. Who read the last? No, nah, I'm already going. Just do yeah, it. Uh, it. Level zero skill card for survivor. It has a will, a combat, and an agility uh, skill icons. It is innate traded. And its game text reads, commit to a skill test only if you are engaged with an enemy. For each enemy engaged with you, not without a fight, gains will, combat, and agility. I love this card. I am so mm. not impressed with this card. Yeah. What? I mean, it's not an auto-include in any survivor, but... Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's two agility or two combat. Like, that's, at the very least... And the fact that it covers both of those, like both of those fields, with just one card, so you don't have to throw in overpowers or manual. Who who puts in manual dexterity anymore? Seriously, but um, like the, it's the fact that it's the double combat, double agility in one card, and it could potentially go even higher if you have two enemies with you or something. like that. Yeah, I, I think for me, it's if only if you're engaged with an enemy. Like if you don't have an en enemy on you for a couple turns because you're not the enemy person or they just you're just drawing treacheries it just sits well, in your hand sure but then i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> i you know all right you know that's fair but I still, I still like it. yeah in an attempt to be a little less negative uh on this podcast <laughs> i love the art on this card <laughs> that's true yes <laughs> This is, I think, um, I actually always thought that this was Rita for some reason, but I noticed in today's uh, preview article for the Arkham Horror board game, they used the same art on a card for Daniela Reyes, which makes oh. sense with the wrench. Um, I, lo I love her like beating back the tentacles coming from kind of the foreground of the art. So the card has that going for it. Oh, jeez. It's, it's a worse unexpected courage because the situation where you're going to have more than one enemy engaged Niche. Again, I come from the perspective of I almost never solo, so maybe that's more likely. In solo, oh, see, and I was going to say that I think this is a two-player card. Hmm. Two-player, maybe if you're, I guess, Rick, if you're the the player who should have, and you still try to avoid it. I I would um, actually say this is probably a four-player card if I'm building, that. or if like if I'm building all four decks from my own collection and we're all playing Survivor, so I run out of other cards to use. <laughs> oh, come on! Jeez, <laughs> um, this is the card, this, this card has a place in any deck that you want 
proxy for. We'll just say that. So, so <laughs> let me. Yeah, I, I put a slip of paper in front of it, and it's a different <laughs> card. It's it's got a really nice back and fits in a sleeve. Um, I think that my issue with it is in every survivor I'm thinking of, I can think of better skills to put in. Mm-hmm. And well, in a world where resourceful exists, yes, you're and right. that's the issue, right? Like we have. So really but you can decent. include more than one skill from your class. Well, yes, but I'm also going to probably like throw in like if it's Ashcan Pete, I'm going to throw in vicious blows or like deductions yeah. or whatever, right? Like it, it's sure. Yeah, Survivor it's, has so many options. It's, you include the neutral ones. It's not it, a it's also, bad card. It just gets overshadowed by a yeah. lot. All right. I mean, I even I even led saying that I don't. You know, I rarely put two of this. And I don't put it in any in any deck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. And yeah, I think it's it's worse than unexpected courage, and it's worse than I think it's more flexible, obviously, than manual dexterity or power, but it lacks that card draw. Um, so I don't think I would put it in over any of those. Ex- and except resourceful does care about it being a survivor's card, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing it has going for it that I'll point out. Is well. That- it may well, be weaker than some neutral skills, but it is a survivor skill that matters. Survivor's the, the class that cares about red cards specifically sometimes. And or, the or fact that what's that one survivor card that uh, fishes innate skills out of your discard pile? Uh, are you trying to cue me up to read the next card? Because we're about to talk. Is that it? Oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm seriously not. I was like, what's the name of that card? Nobody plays it. I think it's True Survivor. <laughs> It's True Survivor, which is a level spirit event that costs three resources. <laughs> and it says return three innate skills from your discard pile to your hand. There we go. If we're going to talk about it, we might as well get the reading it out of the way. I'm, I'm glad um, I just bumbled into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll point out, I actually typed this in a, a minute ago and checked. Unexpected Courage is also innate, so I still think Unexpected Courage has the advantage <laughs> when you pull oh. True Survivor. That's fair. <laughs> But it is it is another card that combos with True Survivor for sure. Oh. Uh, what what do you guys think about True Survivor? I have never used it, Me and either. never will. <laughs> <laughs> three three cost and three XP to draw yeah, three cards. What is this when world? When there's other more consistent and cheaper recursion that's available in this game, oh. like. This is almost like the recursion card for an investigator that can't normally do recursion, but then it's like that investigator like would have a stronger ability. You know, like you wouldn't be if they can't normally do it, then you're probably not going to be exploring that as an option. So I don't, I, I don't know where this. I mean, maybe in no, not even in Min. You no, she can't because it's three. Yeah, I think some people have been talking about using it in Silas, but why? Silas doesn't need this. I know. <laughs> Would, well, well, let's look at that. Would this actually make Silas better? I hope not, because he's God. Like, he's amazing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, think this would make him any better. The three XP is what kills it, right? Because if it was two, uh, Agnes could take it, and she could then run level two Defiance, which is an eight. Sure. And pulling that back, like level two de- Defiance, is pretty freaking good. Um, They'd have to rename the card, though. If other car- if other characters could flash true <laughs> yes. survivor, <laughs> I don't think that would work. True well, ish survivor. <laughs> three resources and an action are also a lot. Like like looking past the experience cost when you're actually looking at your turn and using this card, 
three resources and an action is a lot to ask of this, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, economy-wise, three actions, uh, I was told this is safe space, uh, three resources, a card, and an action is a lot worse than just drawing three cards. And if your deck is full of skills because that's your strategy, you're probably right. going to get a few skills that way. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it. you are choosing the cards you are drawing kind of right like recursion is you can it's, go and pick it's selected it's, it's selected card draw and those right. cards and it's, have and already done their job right like they've yes. already you've already played them and gotten so it's doing them twice um it's double the use yeah. yeah penguins in the chat brings up take heart i feel like if you're using this to bring back take heart to get more cards <laughs> and more resources like at what point do you just draw cards and take resources one? yeah it's the fail and mm, you get yeah i like yeah. that but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, I don't think this, ah, yeah, I don't know, this doesn't, yeah. this, I don't know, who is this for? Like, who, who, who would take this as a three experience pick? Yeah, Stroke of Luck is innate. Yeah, but. So if you don't have to trigger it, I mean, you could bring it back. Stroke of Luck is, remind me what that one does. Uh, it is, you can change, uh, it, you can, <laughs> sorry, you say it. Go ahead. Uh, it has a will. Uh, sorry, it has a wild icon, and if you fail the test you throw it into, you can exile it to succeed instead. Oh, okay. Well, rather, okay. Uh, yeah, you can exile it if you succeed, but that. Would but 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 stroke of luck is only a one wild. So are you really going to be pitching that to skills that you like? To me, that's the one that you pitch yeah. to the skill you expect to lose. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, and, and like maybe you passed because you drew a plus one, but probably right. not. Hey, yeah. guys, I found the combo, though. Oh, <laughs> all right, hit me. Resourceful. So <laughs> you use resourceful to like pull back cards, whatever you want, and then you use true survivor to pull back resourceful. Then you use resourceful to pull back true survivor. Oh, my God. I actually want to do this now. And it's just <laughs> infinite, infinite innate recursion. skills. <laughs> And You're right. <laughs> Winning combination. Um, I don't know who finding clues, defeating enemies, or otherwise advancing <laughs> in the game, but <laughs> but that is I, a combination of cards. Yes, I actually want to do that just to get like the, like just to see people's faces. Yeah. Like <laughs> everyone at the table <laughs> is just like, are you gonna actually play the game or just like? <laughs> Finally, I found my Iron Man deck. <laughs> so so our survivors gonna be the that play the game with like their discard pile just laid out in front of them like across the, the bottom of their play mat just so they can see everything that's in the discard pile and be like, hmm, like hmm. <laughs> well that's going to be choose. me with Yorick because yeah. you kind of have to um, yep. okay you know what I, I, I found a deck and oh, I'm being legitimate this time uh, oh. <laughs> a succeed by two Wendy because opportunist is innate and so if you lose mm. your opportunists because usually once you get two in hand, especially the upgraded ones, you just commit them to every single test, right? And eventually you draw the tentacle or something, and you fail it. This can bring that back and bring the combo back. Which brings me back to the the question, like the, the number one question. Is there anything else that you would prefer to spend three experience on for that deck other than this card? Yaudel? I don't That'll think in a succeed okay. by two deck. Really? Uh, no, I think Yodel's more better in a desperate deck. Oh, that's fair. With desperate skills and stuff, but yeah, I mean, I'll I, like one, isn't he? I'll, 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 I'll concede that point, Scott. I think that's a pretty good use of this card. I don't know if anyone's ever built that deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, is that a thing people no. play? Do people play succeed by two? Yeah, 
it's fun yeah. to mess around with. Okay. I play it with Jenny sometimes just because you can spend the cash to get like, you know, five up and then the what? Much guaranteed in Jenny. <laughs> Never mind. Spend the cash. Uh, sorry, I was looking for you to say quiche, but. Oh, well, no, not because it's, it's C-A-S-H. There's no question about how you pronounce that. <laughs> but um, I do appreciate the callback, Brandon. I do. This can also bring back uh, Silas's signature one. Signature oh, yeah. skill. Um, mm-hmm. But, okay, so here's the issue with this card. I am searching <laughs> oh, that, for that reasons. Did we, just, did we just discover it now? <laughs> I am searching for reasons to like this yes. card. And I'm, yes. like, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Now, Silas could do... He could do the opportunist thing. Because he has an eight skills level zero to two, so you could pull back the two opportunists that are leveled up and his own custom skill, or his signature skill, with this mm. card. Again, mm. I'm scraping. I'm scraping. Yep. Nautical prowess. Thank you, penguins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, well, I think we've scraped this card enough. <laughs> yeah, the first half of the episode was just the build-up for True Survivor. And now the right. second half of the episode, right. yeah, this is the True Survivor <laughs> episode. We are True Survivors for lasting this long with this card. Um, <laughs> what are you guys, uh, best card in the pack? What, what, are, what are your thoughts? Well, let me look at the list again. Because I think... Stick to the plan. Uh, best Stick card? To <laughs> Stick to the plan. Think... Ward of protection level two. Stick to the plan, Bran. Then ward of protection. I you don't need to stick to the plan if the treachery can't get you. Well, I'm not going to be reactive. I'm going to be proactive and set up my. Yeah, I'm torn between those two, but I, I think those are the. It options. really is down to those two. Like yeah. I don't think there's anything yeah. else that holds a candle to either of them. I think they're the only two that we were all that positive about. I guess Saint Hubert's key also. Yeah, yeah, but. But it's, it's not a terribly strong pack overall. Uh, well, you I don't know. Narrow I think... It's it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think right. I think each class got something that well, except for Survivor. I think each class got something that they were excited about. Seeker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Arcane Insight is exciting. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Seeker but... didn't either. Never mind. So... Yeah, because Seeker really needs more help. But I, was, <laughs> I was gonna say Yellow needs a shit pack every once in a while. <laughs> It was. It were due. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for this episode of the Miskatonic AV Club. Uh, we are going to, if you're listening live, we'll be back in like two minutes. If you're listening on audio podcasts, we'll be back whenever you hit play again. I think we call that the RSS feed, Scott. Shut up, Nick. 